This is KRP, Ken's Random Podcast. Thanks for joining me today for another episode of KRP, Ken's Random Podcast. Today, my guest is Ms. Ray Cloutier. Ray was born and raised in Canada, but is one of those people that was meant to be a Cajun. She works with many nonprofit groups, including Cycle Zotico, the premier bicycle event in Acadiana. So let's jump into the podcast with Ray. So Ray Cloutier, what brings you to the Lafayette area? I know you're not a native. I can tell by your accent. <laughs> um, I moved here 20 years ago this year. The um, I was, well, I guess it's, it's kind of the old story. I met a man. Uh-huh. So I met a man and he had children already. So that trumped me having no children. So I moved here. <laughs> and um, a decade later, when I was let out of my promise of forever, uh, I met another Cajun boy, a true Cajun boy. Oh, wow. And he um, was the best reason to stay. And um, that was it. So 20 years worth of just falling in love with the area and um and the guy yeah well that was he was the reason for staying yeah but the falling in love with the place uh when um my divorce was was official i was given opportunities to go back to montreal where i was born and raised and the it just this is where my bank was this is where my uh, store was this is my grocery store is wow and um to go back and leave all this behind was uh, it was just it wasn't an option and um the when i met my 24 karat cajun just showed me there was a re- there was a reason why i had to stay <laughs> yeah and yeah. uh and no uh it, it was just kind of um all of a sudden you're somewhere and someone says something and all kinds of coincidences happen. And next thing you know, like you're planning a trip to new Orleans that you've planned every year with your buddies. And all of a sudden this man just walks up to you and, and you start talking. He's like, I'm from Louisiana. And it it was one coincidence after another, after another. And next thing you knew I had everything in some Rubbermaid containers and, (laughs) And I'm on my way and I'm at the airport and the man at the border patrol says, uh, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm just going on vacation to see some family <gasps> friends. Oh my God. You cheated. No, no, no. I attempted to cheat. Yeah. I failed. I failed. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, but I, end, I did end up here and then went through a whole bunch of paperwork and apologies and, stayed and uh 20 years later here i am and i've uh, been all around the state and i worked in sales for um well all of these 20 years the i had a bar and grill for five really that was yes the it was on the north side of town it was like a little hole in the wall where it was the same people every day and the wives would come drop their husbands off at adult daycare and, <laughs> and then run their errands and come back and drink their little Dr. Peppers and play cards while the man sat at the bar and uh, had some libations. The, um, 
it, it was just wonderful. But the husband I had at the time, that was not the, that was not the, uh, the situation for him to be in. So, yeah. um, so I had promised him forever and not the bar. So I got rid of that. That's good. That's good. But, uh, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was just one adventure after another and, uh, just a love for this place. And when I started my family, I realized that being on the road all the time, cause I worked yeah. in Texas, like I worked in Louisiana for Louisiana companies, but my customers were in Texas. They were offshore. They were in Alabama and Mississippi, Arkansas and, um, and Oklahoma. So I never worked here. My desk was here. My stapler was here, but I never had, uh, Cajun customers, except for in the oil field, but they were offshore. So uh, all of a sudden, uh, I needed a job that kept me home so I could be with my family and see my husband, who is in the oil field, who works 14 and 14. So I would see him four days a month, and he is way too handsome. Oh, man. And he... Um, and we decided that it was time for me to get off the road. My son needed more attention than he was getting from two parents that were traveling. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And here I was with an opportunity to work with this awesome nonprofit that, uh, called trail, which, um, helps, uh, build and maintain parks, uh, for, uh, cycling, running, hiking, uh, through Louisiana and had done some projects, um, in a park in Eunice, a rebuilding of a bridge, working uh, with a, a, the park in St. Martinville, the Evangeline Longfellow Park, putting, buying some signs for them to put up on the new walking trail, and, and so many other projects, uh, bike benches, uh, like benches that have bike racks on them, some of the Millionville, and and um, and what they do to raise funds is these sporting events, five Ks, bike tours. Um, we, there's so many things that we do. We have a let, well now 12, we've adopted another one Ooh. and, um, there's just, it's just so neat. Um, there's just, we have so many opportunities. There's something for everyone and to be outside and, and to just get out and live, which is kind of like our mantra over here. Yeah. And, um, the, just the good, like all the monies that we amass, we try to do all these projects to improve these areas. Yeah. Uh, there were, we purchased some land in Upper Lafayette at Acadiana Park to expand that park. Wow. And so it's, it's projects like that. And these events, whether it's the Cajun Country Run in December where people dress up in Christmas costumes and go run, and the, the, which is Acadiana's oldest half marathon and we have a, a pub crawl in, in at Mardi Gras the night before Mardi Gras called Lundi Gras Barathon. And we have so many paddling events in the spring. A bike tour, our biggest of all of them. Uh, the biggest of all of them, I think, is coming up soon, right? And we will talk about that in a minute. I, I got to take a break. We'll be back right after this with my guest, Ray Cloutier. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. That's right, free. That's pretty enticing right there for me. 
And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or your phone. Now, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor will help you make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It's easy. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So we're back with my guest, Ms. Ray Cloutier. And the reason she's called Ms. Ray is, I don't know. Uh, I, I first met Ray on a Zoom conference call, I guess you'd call it. Uh, we both belong to a group of people that do Zoom at least once or twice or three times a week in French. So they're, they're kind of like uh, virtual French tables. And that, that's how I met Ray. So we might go into that Ms. business a little bit later on. But let's talk about the big event, the responders race. What does oh. it do? What do you need? Who can help? So um, my my last job, uh, I worked in law enforcement sales. So uh, getting uniforms and, and all the gear that first responders and law enforcement need, uh, whether it was firemen uniforms or policemen uniforms, anybody that would need in, in that universe, anything they needed, especially I worked at Barney's Police Supply for half of that little law enforcement career. And um, there they sell everything right to them. So whatever they need from the, from the head to toe. And I was responsible for getting these uh, men and women uh, first responders dressed and other accessories to the mo- most of all that. So when uh, then I moved to a, uh, a manufacturer, which is more tactical stuff called TrueSpec. They deal with more tactical and military stuff, but the same universe. And when I needed to start staying home more and get off the road, this opportunity to work at Trail came up with all these events that we do. The only way I could let go of that law enforcement world was to be allowed to have a, an event for them. And my boss was like, all right, well, there you go. So a year from now, you can have an event. Magically survived through COVID. And I was given the privilege to be able to host this event. So 9-11 in humongous Bruce R. Sports Complex at Park Julian, we will be hosting a 10K, 5K, one-mile fun run, and a full battle rattle competition, which is a 5K, but with boots on and with a 30-pound bag on your back, like the Lafayette um, Sheriff's Office Department, their SWAT team. Wow. That's what they have to wear to pass the test. That'll be a kind of a separate event. But not separate. They're still going to run the 5K, but there'll be time. We'll judge their times um, separately. And uh, they can have different prizes. And most of these big vendors like 511 Tactical, like TrueSpec, like First Tactical, they've all don't, well, I knew a, a bunch of them, but uh, they've all donated prizes uh, for them. And it's really, it, it's a the way that I can give back now. At this point, the first responders can register for free to come run for free. And um, hopefully they'll bring other people so we can help pay for all this. Right. It's a fundraiser. So right. the proceeds, will, the profits will go to um, Trail, which is our nonprofit, and also First Responders of Louisiana, where 
uh, I have a little committee of people and we'll decide as a group what we're like, who we're going to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, many, many organizations that help first responders everywhere and they're all so great. But I wanted to be able to help someone like right now, not if they die in the line of duty and now to help their families, not if they get injured. Like what if you have a fire at your house or what if you break a leg and you're out of work or what if just, just anything happened? I wanted to have something to help them just in, in those cases. So let's recap it. When is it going to be? How can people register? Can you take donations or what? Donations are always accepted. We will also um, be, well, you can register online at respondersrace.com. We'll take you to LA Trails Hub. So, or you can go to latrail.org. So either way, I'll get you there. But respondersrace.com will take you to our main page, uh, latrail.org. That's Trails uh, website. And you'll see all the events there. Uh, the calendar's right there on the main page. But just for grins, tell me the date so I don't look at the calendar. 9-11. 9-11. Imagine that. So you've got time, but get busy. Don't don't wait till the last minute. No, 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 no. This is, uh, every event is 366 days. So you're already planning for the next one. Uh, our biggest event of all the events is Cyclozydico. And that is a five-day festival that brings in tourists from all over the world to come and on their bike tour Cajun country. So it's five days with live music every night, just like responders race will have live music. Every event we have has food, we have music, we have everything. It's not, you're just not just showing up to event running and then leaving. There's, it's Everything we do is a party. Yeah. So and, we mentioned, you know, donations and things like that. Uh, can these organizations be out trolling for volunteers? Volunteers is always the first thing on my list. Um, without them, we, we can't do it. I, I can't do it by myself. The two of us can't do it. The um, We have amazing volunteers. Uh, for Cycles Idaho last year, it was kind of still COVID at, at last year, this last season. So in April. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had volunteers from all over the place of all ages. It's just they make the event because these people come in. Like we had 40 states represented at Cycles Idaho. Wow. With only half the population we, that we would normally have had. And we still had 40 states represented. Our, our runs have people that come from all over the country, Arizona, Alaska. And um, Cycles Idaho brings in people from all over the world when COVID wasn't an issue. So we've had people from Africa, um, Madagascar, all over Europe, all over the provinces of Canada. That's amazing. It is. It's, it's so, so stressful. And then all of a sudden it happens and you have these people in the hundreds just coming here and they are so grateful for everything you've done to make these five days just amazing and it was so worth it it was it was worth every every headache every sleepless night (laughs) all right so if i wanted to volunteer right now what website should i go to you can go to latrail.org there's a volunteering tab at the top you can call me 337-446- four three eight nine and we will definitely sign you up because we are always we are always struggling for volunteers and the best part is our volunteers are so great and they're all they meet and all of a sudden now they're friends forever and it's just it's such a, an amazing community our, our volunteers are just they're fabulous and some volunteer other places like for Ainsley's Angels for the Lafayette Library they're just like 
with such amazing people, the more volunteers we get and younger ones accepted too, please, because we have a lot of grownups and it would, it would be fun for the grownups to have some younger kids to kind of teach this next generation and volunteering and, yes, um, yes. and how good it feels. And of course we can always use muscles. It's <laughs> just, uh, no, this, this job may have been just something totally outside the box and random, which is <laughs> my MO too. Your zeal for your profession, what you do is amazing. And, you know, you said you came back to Acadiana and it's like a lot of people come here and they don't get it. Not, not a lot of people. There's a very small minority that don't get it, but there are people such as you, you come here and it's like, Oh, I'm in the pool, man. You know, and you're here. And it was, you know, it was so weird when I moved here, it was so different from Montreal. Of course. I mean, it's, it's a different universe, but things were just so much just more relaxed and laid back. And I'm high strung to begin with, but it was, um, but the food, the, the, the music, but most importantly, the people, they're so welcoming. You sneeze and then all of a sudden you get like 20 bless yous. No, it's a yes, ma'am. And it's, it's like, it's nowhere I've ever been. The, the geography is just amazing. And you just go to the Atchafalaya and why would you want to move anywhere else? No yeah. shovel? No, no. Speaking of the basin, you do kayaking, don't you? Uh, we have two kayaking events and we yeah. do it. Um, we do one right here on the Vermilion in Lafayette. And we have another one out of Sycamore Point. And they're both in April next year. The um, the Shark Bayou Blast and the Bayou Vermilion Paddle Battle. And the Paddle Battle also has a litter abatement crew. So if you bring a crew and it's the person who collects the most litter, they get a prize too. Because that's the one thing, that's the one complaint we get from Cycle Zydeco, from, from people that come from out of town. The litter in Lafayette, Paris is just outrageous mm -hmm. and so there are so many organizations in the last couple of years that have really stepped up and uh we had i think i think we had 200 hours uh last year that we uh worked and cleaned up in um a lot of hurricane damage to sure Indiana park in the woods and but the trash out there was just unbelievable and mm -hmm. uh so what we do we're, we're trying to just I mean, that's what we do at Trail. We're trying to make this place a better place to live, to play, to work, and to visit. Because tourism dollars, that keeps us all alive. All right, Ray, let's talk about what brought us together. <laughs> we got together on Zoom. There are a lot of people who say, I don't like Zoom. It's a security oh, thing. Or no. I, know, I know some people in my age group say, oh, no, I don't mess with computers. Well, we started uh, here in Youngsville a French table on Friday mornings at nine o'clock where a group of us met at the library and we talked French, you know, and it's, it's to help some of us improve our French. Some people to dive into French for the first time and, and to keep the language alive. So we have that here in Youngsville. We had another one on Tuesdays at Pamplona, which because of COVID got sidetracked. So I do it on zoom here at noon and Ray does at noon. Tuesday, Ray does one at six o'clock on Tuesday night. Five thirty. Five thirty. No wonder I've been late. I've been thinking it was six o'clock. Ah, oh. man. But anyway, uh, we call Ray's 
French table, one of two things, La Table Sauvage, that's savage in case you hadn't figured that out. And the other one is, I I think it sounds more French, Farouche. La Table Farouche. Yes, yes, because... Uh, to say it's a little uh, like Ray, uh, no, I didn't mean you being out of control, but uh, I am out of control. She, and, and she, look, she's very, very animated here. And I'm, I'm only going to do the sound, Ray. So, you know, you don't have to worry about that. But she is so animated, it's unreal. And compared to La Tab Farouche, she's comatose right now. By the time you guys get me at 5 30 at La Tab Sauvage, La Tab Farouche, my ADD medicine has worn off. So <laughs> I'm just outside the box. Oh, man. Uh, at least at work. At least at work, I'm a little more relaxed so I can mm. get a little bit more done. And my boss doesn't kill me. Oh, cool. But, uh, but no, uh, at, at night uh, at the French table, uh, a lot of French tables that I've been to are great because you go and there's kind of like there's an agenda. We're going to go through this list today. And it's great for people that are learning. And they get to practice and they get to listen to other people at Le Cabre Sauvage, uh, which we had started in Brobridge at Tante Marie, which is on the corner of Bergamay. We had, and, and the, this hunger that when I, when I opened the doors for the French table, all these people came in and they were just so excited that they could practice. And I don't call it the mother tongue. I call it the grandmother tongue down here because the grandparents, that's what they spoke, the horrible, uh, I call it genocide of the French language. Down Amen, sister. And how you couldn't speak it, and you were raked on your knuckles with your ruler if you did. And how so many people, you know, it became the the language that the grandparents spoke, so you couldn't understand what they were saying. Again, that was another part of of taking this job. Is I was allowed to do that at the restaurant. Then COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. And, and most of the people that will come to the French table are grown-ups. And by grown-ups to me, I mean 50 and over because I'm not there yet. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, only for, I'm only 44 and a half. So I'm not a grown-up yet. So it was mostly grown-ups. So they didn't want to come uh, to the French table for um, obvious reasons. And then Zoom came to be. And Zoom was the absolute best thing to come out of COVID. How many people can, just you and I, how many people have we met that we would have never met? That uh, people that we see once a week or, or three, four times a week, yeah. depending on how many tables you go to, that we would have never met before. And we have these French tables that now I have people from, well, both of we share many people, from Washington State, from Chicago, from Quebec, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and that's just to go outside, but Baton Rouge. I have people from batteries that we would have never spoken to. And it's amazing. And all they want to do is just practice their French. At La Table Farouche, La Table Sauvage, we're kind of, uh, we kind of just go, yeah, we're yeah. kind of wild. We just kind of go on a, I ask one question and then next thing you know, we're talking about uh, testosterone levels in Olympians. Man, I must have missed that one. <laughs> you, had, you had already left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man! Yeah, in in, in transgender Olympians, but there there are no rules there, so it kind of gives people um, a place to just ramble on in French and to listen to maybe not their standard French class and more. Um, so it's it's probably a lot more listening 
And I, I try to be a better listener at La Capsule Vac, which is why I, I tend to eat during the table because it makes me <laughs> oh, shut up more. <laughs> it makes me shut up more and then I listen better. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, all these French tables are, are there so we can spread the French language to people that that want to that just don't have a place to practice. Mm, yeah, and, you know, you, you mentioned uh, places that have restarted, uh, you know, having customers. The hideaway on Lee, Friday at noon is... I don't miss it. Yeah, no, if you, if you want to speak French face-to-face go to the hideaway on Lee and they're not paying for this. So <laughs> they're getting a free. And I was right. Like I, I'm right around the corner over here. I'm on like in the oil center or right on the cusp of the oil center. So I'm kind of in between and I want to go, but then I get so wrapped up in something that next thing you know, oh, it's over. And uh. I find that these French tables, like even like look at Alain, when all of a sudden you're in the middle of a French table and poof, and I think I, I did it to you guys a couple of weeks ago, like, cause we yep. think about it and we're like, we're in the middle of our work day and all of a sudden we're just like, oh, there's a French table going on and we go find it and then poof, there you guys are. And even if it's just for a few minutes of just listening and being with these common souls that just find this language so important. Yeah, you mentioned Alain. We, we've talked about, we've got guests from Canada and I'll give you a couple of new ones we've had recently. We have one in the north of France. We have another Cajun who works in Belgium at one of the cemeteries. And to work there, you have got to speak perfect French. But he's from South Louisiana. So that's pretty cool. And like, you know, you said Chicago and places, Washington. We got two this past month from Brazil. Wow. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. We have from Guadalupe. Oh, yeah. I, uh, at Pamplona, we used to have Michel Trejillo, and he from France, but lived in Guadalupe before he came here, became a tour guide. And it's like, how do you become a tour guide when you don't speak English that well? He took people all the way across the country, and you'll love this, on motorcycles. Awesome. Like, like French uh, Hell's Angels, huh? Uh, <laughs> all right. Before we go, we, we got to talk about your motorcycle. Okay. Somebody said something about motorcycle and they said, is it this kind or that kind? And she said, it's Russian. It's like, where in the hell did you get a Russian motorcycle and why would you? My in-laws also grown ups. They, um, they bought themselves some trikes and uh, to ride motorcycles. Right. And they kept trying to convince us to get motorcycles. I was like, oh, no, no. I've always wanted a motorcycle with a sidecar. Uh-huh. I have a six-year-old. so if I'm And we take him everywhere. So if we're going to go anywhere, it's got to have room for him. So we need a motorcycle with a sidecar. So as my father-in-law and my beautiful husband are discussing, like, how he, my husband doesn't want this bike, I, I go to Facebook, and there's one motorcycle with a sidecar three hours away in Gulfport, Mississippi. And we start researching into this crazy motorcycle. It's called a Ural, U-R-A-L, like the Ural Mountains. Right, right. So right at Siberia. So there's a plant in Siberia that in 1940, they stole the designs from BMW to make these motorcycles. And they did. 
And they still make them in the same plant in Siberia, the same way, the same design, everything, except they've tweaked like the engine inner parts of it. Right, right. From the outside, it looks identical to Indiana Jones's motorcycle in the sidecar that he steals with Sean Connery. And, um, and it's bright red and it's amazing and it's so crazy. And, um, I've learned a lot from it because my husband said if I was going to get this motorcycle, I was going to have to fix it. So, um, so I do every time there's something wrong with it. Like I had mm. to change the tires. That was not fun to take yeah, the no. tires off the rim. Oh, yeah. that was. A- all right, I'll, get, I'll give you a BMW story, and then I guess I'll have to wrap it up. But oh, we could talk for hours. Can't I know we could, but we can't. I can't. <laughs> so, when I was in the army, I was much, much, much younger than this. I was not an adult. I'm still not an adult, but at the time, I was not an adult. I was stationed in Stuttgart, Germany, and one of my sergeants had a BMW with a sidecar. So it was really cool because then you could get on the bike and he could get on the bike. You get in the bike and put a couple of cases of beer in there with you. <laughs> so, for that, for groceries and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, no. This, this was all liquid refreshment. <laughs> and, you know, we'd go around the countryside like that. But anyway, it was dangerous and stupid, but whatever. Did Remember, it have a trunk on it? Uh, beg your pardon? Mine has, like, it has a sidecar, but the sidecar has a trunk. No, no. You can put stuff in the trunk and in front of my six-year-old feet. Uh, No, no, definitely not. Responders race taking place 9-11. On 9-11 at Broussard Sports Complex at Park St. Julian or St. Julian Park. First responders can register for free, latrail.org. And civilians welcome because this is a fundraiser for them. So um, we'll have live music, Jamie Bergeron and the Kicking Cajuns are going to be there. And um, hopefully we get other bands to volunteer their time for this event because we would love to have music all morning long. And sponsors are welcome. We have t-shirt sponsors left. We have metal sponsors. So we will put their names on everything. We will put it all over the website in our newsletters, links and everything. So this is all about raising funds for trail. Um, which does all that for parks and recreation out here for paddling and running and human powered boats, kayaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so everything can be found at lhl.org and you can reach me anytime. I'm 24 <laughs> seven. Never, never give a, a former radio person your phone number because he's liable to call at three four in the morning. Seven, four, <laughs> four, six. Four, three, eight, nine. Ah, I'll delete that as soon as I get off. All right. already, if I don't answer my boss, it'll ring on my boss phone. Yeah, or, <laughs> so or, at your, or at your husband's. Yeah, right. Good. All right. My guest, Ms. Ray Cloutier, we thank you for we'll being. We'll cover that Ms. next time. I beg your pardon? We'll go over the Ms. next time. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> going to be another interview. But anyway, we at least hinted about it. Thank you for your zeal for South Louisiana, the language, and your profession. So. Thanks again. My guest today was Ms. Ray Cloutier. To get more information on the Responders Race and any other event we mentioned, you can go to latrail.org. That's latrail, T-R-A-I-L dot org. Thanks for joining me today on KRP, Ken's Random Podcast. Please hit the follow button and share with your friends. This is KRP, Ken's Random Podcast.